Hey everybody, you hear that? Sounds like tea time. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Tea time talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Yeah, island talk. Keeping it real and never fake. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Dishing the tea with Lady V, B, J, Show T. We forever styling. Real talk about real issues. If you don't like it, then go get a tissue. Walking, talking like a diva should. Wouldn't choose another sisterhood too. Island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk, island talk. Right here on the kitchen island talk. Hello everybody, we're back at the island, and in fact, the kitchen island is actually on location at the Chapel of Incarnate Word. And we have just witnessed a fabulous concert and it was directed by artistic director, Joe Skurlock Dillard. And wouldn't you know it, this is my special guest. Welcome, Joe. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk with you. Oh, your concert was so fabulous. Uh, Joe is the artistic director of a new choral group called, let me say this right, Alegria? Alegria. Alegria. It's Spanish for joy. Spanish for joy. And let me tell you, when you all sang the song Born, Wing Born, Born, I could see the joy in your face and it just made me light up too. So we are excited to have you with us. Welcome. And so let's get right down to what this chorus is all about. How did you land on the name Alegria? Well, just trying to think about what would be a good name for a women's chorus and we were just going through i kept thinking i wanted it to be in french because i love french words and everything and then it dawned on me i'm in a spanish-speaking town <laughs> french doesn't make sense and so my favorite word and my mother's favorite word is joy oh, and wow. so i looked up spanish for joy and alegria is very musical because we have musical terms of allegro allegretto and alegria just fit and my former student and good buddy amanda jeffries hardy yeah we i texted her and i said what do you think about allegria and she went oh my gosh that's it and i said yes i just felt that that's what it means because i wanted it i wanted to bring women together to sing in a joyous environment and you did it you nailed it <laughs> thank you yes you I did. Hope so uh, I'm going to be you all's groupie and follower <laughs> so no worries there. I love it <laughs> well, are you recruiting women for this chorus yes we have auditions we'll have more auditions in May I don't want it to get very large mm -hmm. I kind of want to keep it maybe at the most 40 but I like this size because it's easier to get them all together and work. Um, it Really, the music that we're doing will determine how many people are singing in the choir. Cool, cool. So this is a nonprofit, am yes. I right? And so as a nonprofit, everybody's working free? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so, but they bring such wonderful music to us. I, so many women reached out to me, like, choir directors mm -hmm. or or my former students saying I really miss singing in a choir and and I just said if I started a choir that and I didn't pay you would you still come they went yeah because they just want to sing they just need it they yeah. just needed that to sing 
maybe someday we can pay them, but I, I like the idea of being a nonprofit and giving it to the audience free as long as we can maintain and pay the things that we have to pay. That's awesome. <laughs> like That's awesome. Instrumentalists, you, you have to pay that. So and so folks can donate. Yes. Right? And yes. I have a card, so I'm going to donate awesome. and we'll be sure to announce it on Kitchen Island Tea. So what's really the importance of promoting women's voices or celebrating women in song? Well there's a whole there's a whole bunch of music that nobody ever looks at because they look at music for a mixed choir for mm-hmm. soprano, alto, tenor, bass, mm-hmm. or barbershop, or men's choruses. You know, there's lots of great men's choruses. Oftentimes, there's not very many women's choruses. Uh, there's one in Houston now, oh, and there's one in um, there's a one in Chicago, and so I just. You know, as I was looking around, and I knew I don't want to do barbershop. That's not what I like. I don't mind it, and I'm glad people do it, and I'm glad a lot of people do it. I wanted to delve into the more classical side of the music and everything. And all the women that have tried out, that's what they were searching for, an opportunity to sing that kind of music and sing for other women. And it was joyful. It was beautiful. Um... I kind of lost myself in some of the songs, which was good. It took away all my cares, and I just listened to the beauty of it. So I understand what you're saying about joy and celebrating women in song. So who was your inspiration growing up that made you get into all of this? I don't, I don't know. My my dad's side of the family was kind of musical. Mm. Um, they, they weren't professional or anything, but I had aunts that just played the piano and everybody sang. I have three cousins that were music teachers, um, older cousins. My mother, my mother's instrumental in everything I do. She was, she was the one, they always wanted me to do something mm-hmm. big and I always wanted to sing music or be in a play, you know. Awesome. And they were going, <laughs> and they kind of thought that at first and then they finally went, no, you have a gift we need to celebrate it. You do have a gift. Well, thank you. I just watched the way you directed, um, and it was great to see. It was great to see. Thank and you. And it, it just gave me a good, warm feeling. So your mom was an inspiration in that. Right. Way. And I have a few mentors, mm-hmm. um, and there were men. But, oh. Well, there was one woman, uh, Sally Schott, who I worked with for several years in Houston, but some great men, Paul Salamanovich, who was the conductor of the Los Angeles Master Chorale, mm-hmm. and uh, Weston Noble, who uh, was uh, in Luther College. They all, I, I got to travel with them a little bit, and I just loved learning from them. And they were so inspirational about how they approached the music that... And doing it, I love beginning the concert with a chant. Mm-hmm. And I learned that from Paul, how to do a chant. You don't just sing notes, you have to sing into the note and stuff. I learned that from him. So I have a lot of great mentors. Do you miss being in the classroom? Every day. Every day. I should tell our listeners that you're retired, but you're wearing a thousand hats anyway. I am. But I know the classroom usually brings something special. So It does. I I miss the kids a lot. (laughs) I just, you know, when when you get in your 60s, and the pace of high school, mm-hmm. choral thing. We And we were doing stuff, you know, my days started at 7.30 morning and I usually got home at 9.30 at uh-huh. night. And you, your body takes a toll. 
Plus, I thought it was just time for the younger generation to come in. It was, it was time for me to step away. But I still get to be with kids because I, I supervise student teachers for three different universities. So awesome. I'm in the classroom. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. So you're perfect. passing that on. And that's a great legacy. Thank I you. think you have a legacy that's going to be bigger than you could ever imagine. And so now that you're retired and you've taken on this new hat of artistic, artistic director, mm -hmm. uh, what do you see ahead for you? Just continuing doing this. I, it's a lot of fun. I would love to be able to program more concerts, but right now when you two-thirds of your choir are music teachers, their <laughs> life busy. is... They're very busy. <laughs> and the fact that they take out this much time for me is amazing. I would like for it to be bigger and do more, but we, you know, we... I'm thrilled with the audiences that we've had. I mean... Our the first, chapel was full today. Yeah, and our, our first concert... We, we th I was praying for 100 people, and we had about 250. And today, I just, I guess people are excited about it. I know I was. And when I got here and heard you, it was even better than I expected. Thank you. Thank and you. so we're just excited and so great that you came to the island, especially on location yeah. at Incarnate Word Chapel. And so I want to thank you for being with us. I want to thank you for sharing with us. And then I have to make you make a promise to me. Will you come back to the island? Yes, ma'am. All right. You heard that, listeners. We have been visiting with Joe Skurlock Dillard, the artistic director of the New Alegria Chorus, Women's Chorus. Right. And so during Women's History Month, you were our perfect guest. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And now we'll take a break from Kitchen Island Tea. Hi, this is your girl Vanita, and we are live and on location with our guest who is a music uh, educator and conductor with 13 years of middle school and high school teaching experience. She graduated from Stephen F. Austin State University with a bachelor's degree in music education. She began, she began her choral, I'm so nervous everybody because <laughs> I'm so excited that our guest is here. She began her choral music career in the suburb of Houston and Dayton ISD. There she earned Rookie Teacher of the Year and the following year she was named Junior High Teacher of the Year. That is totally awesome. She would go on to accept the director position at Reagan High School in Northeast District um, here in San Antonio. Their choirs under her direction have received high honors, best in show, sweepstakes, and grand prize winners, both nationally and internationally. She's all that in a bag of chips, y'all. <laughs> she currently works as a middle school and high school choral consultant, specializing in helping educators connect with their students to create an atmosphere for superior choral excellence. Our guest is a forever advocate of music in schools and believes that what students learn with joy, they will never forget. Welcome to the island, Amanda Jeffries. Woo I'm so happy to be here. I've been listening, long time listener. Long so time. I'm excited to be here. Long time islander. Oh, you lie. Long time islander. Islander, yes. yes. For sure. So, like I said, we are live and on location. We just experienced. One of the most magnificent choral, vocal concerts that I have ever been to. Now, my Aww. daughter is an opera singer. I don't yes. know if you know that. And so I've been to Carnegie Hall. I've heard her sing. And 
And this oh, is right up there at the top. What an honor. Thank you. Yes, right that up there at amazing. the top. So the name of the new choir that we just listened to, um, San Antonio's new women's choir is called Alegre. Mm -hmm. Alegria. Alegria. Yes, you got it. Trust me, I've been practicing this for the last hour, and I still said it wrong, but here we go. Yes, it translates to joy in Spanish. Well, I'm glad you told me that. Mm -hmm. That is excellent. Well, the concert just brought me so much joy. I was able yes. to relax and soak it all in. So, the director is um, Joe Dillard. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, how did you and Joe meet? Well, we met um, when I walked through her classroom in 2001. Uh, she was my choir director okay. at Reagan High School. And um, ever since then, we just kind of bonded right away. And she was someone I could always go to, whether it was for math, science. You know, I could just jump on in and say, I got some questions. And she would help me out. And um, just being super nurturing um, at a time being brand new at a high school that I just didn't really know anybody. And so she was just there for me um, and we've just been friends and now now I can say we're friends as I'm older but we have um, been knowing each other and a part of each other's life in so many different ways um, since 2001. That is that is longevity. Oh yeah. And that All doesn't always years. happen. Mm -hmm. That doesn't always happen. That is awesome. Amanda. I will say like just having the internet and being able to keep in touch through Facebook, always, you know, posting something and her being like, go get it, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> you know, just having someone from afar always cheering you A on. A coach almost. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love forever it. Forever coach, forever mentor. I love it. I love it. So how do you all recruit women? for this choral group? Well, it started out as a y'all come, we're trying to put this together. It started out as a y'all come choir. Um, and so we just reached out to a bunch of ladies that we knew that were looking for a place to plug in for their craft, um, being singing. Uh, a lot of music directors, we're flapping our arms, we don't actually really get to use those vocal cords. Um, and so we were looking for a place, and San Antonio has a ton of fabulous men's ensembles, and a lot of us have said, we've tried to find ladies ensembles, we just can't mm -hmm. find any. Mm -hmm. um, and so when my mentor approached me about, let's get started on one, mm -hmm. um, I knew that was, that was the way to go about it. So when we first started recruiting, it was like, we're doing something really new, really neat, do you wanna be a part of it? Um, and so we started out on Facebook, Okay. The social media is reaching out in a, a ton of word of mouth, just reaching out to people we knew had asked, hey, are y'all going to start a choir? And we thought, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what a good idea. And so now that um, it's going, it's more so just reaching out through Facebook, social media, and seeing who wants to be a part of this ensemble. So a question, my question is, are they mostly uh, educators or choir directors at schools or churches or... Yes, exactly that. We um, majority of our our singers are made up of uh, high school, middle school, elementary. Wow. Um, even those that were like, I started a music degree and branched off into becoming a lawyer, and now I'm just wanting to sing and be a part of something. And I mean, thirty plus credit hours. I mean, really going into it and then saying, I want to, I want to be a singer. Okay. We've got everyone from doulas to um, nurses to lawyers, librarians. Um, there's a girl that is a private voice lesson teacher as well, and so a lot of uh, started out with music mm -hmm. and then kind of branched off, and so then us returning back to what we call our joy and our passion. I, I love it. That mm -hmm. is excellent. That is excellent. So what is the importance of celebrating women's voices? Oh, man. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. 
for so long, women's voices have have been um, have kind of been muted, have been silenced. I um, agree. Often, I mean, even in the church, women's songs, it's like, no, we're going to have a, a young tenor sing your part and um, <laughs> a young male male voice sing your part. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, even though maybe you wrote the song or maybe you've practiced it, uh-huh. um, they've just been so, um, just in the background. Right. And uh, for so long. And so for us to start a group thinking, let's elevate these voices, not just not just women of a certain that look a certain way, but women of all color and all backgrounds, elevating those voices, giving us a platform to show what we can do. Exactly. So I just think the importance of that, because for so long historically, women have just been quiet. <laughs> um, to be able to start a, a group. A lot of times, not just, by choice. I know, not right. by choice. And so being able to say, no, 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 we're going to start a women's ensemble. Could we have started a mixed ensemble with guys and girls? Absolutely. And San Antonio has some lovely ensembles that do that, and that incorporate male voices with women's voices but it was very important to us to go ahead and say all the ladies that want to be a part of this let's elevate this voice for the San Antonio community okay I'm gonna ask do you guys plan on incorporating men in the future or no we have talked about doing some um, combination choirs with some of the ensembles there we've got the marksmen um, here in San Antonio Um, and so we've got all these other we've thought about doing collaborative concerts um, with uh, not only just the guys that are professional choirs but the San Antonio Children's Chorus as well a collaboration with getting the kids because I do think music does start young and as most of us being um, music educators, we really do believe in that starting with the children. Um, and so being able to have a collaboration with the guys of the community and with the um, children of the community, mm-hmm. we're not opposed. We're ready to sing with anybody. Okay. It's all about the music. It's Absolutely. All about the music. Um, who was your inspiration growing up? Oh my goodness. A lot. I, I've uh-huh. had so many women that have encouraged me and uplifted me and supported me. I mean, when I saw that question come across, I went, how are they going to ask me that? Because I have just been nurtured and loved by so many women throughout my life. And um, if I just had to say one person, and I'm just going to say my mother. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. And I was hoping you would. My mother. And, you know, and everyone's like, oh, of course you're going to say it. But y'all just don't know. She has really been my rock and my peace, my uplifter and my my warmth, my strength and my comfort um, throughout all of my journey. And my journey was not one of those I went to college and then I, you know, made it straight to the top um for for many of us it's the ups and downs That's right. and to have somebody so supportive along the way to just continue to keep your eye on what's true keep it on the lord keep it on your passion keep it on family um, my mom has been that for me i love me some cynthia oh yes that's your mom that is my mom <laughs> i mean she's gone through everything and she is now a 12 year breast cancer survivor we have just been I so know. happy about that and yes. i mean everything from coming to my first concert which was four hours away from San Antonio uh, right after going through a body scan and a biopsy and said I'm going to go see my daughter's first choir (laughs) and everyone was like she traveled from where to do what and um, she's always been there for me not non-stop so when I saw that question I thought well (laughs) it's her it's her all the way shout out to you Cynthia thank you mom I'm always giving her a shout out on our podcast (laughs) oh yes yes this isn't the first shout she's out. the bomb yes, she's yes. the bomb so let me ask you this do you miss teaching being in the classroom oh man 
Every day. There's something about just the exchange of knowledge and an exchange of passion Mm -hmm. with the kids. It's a give, and then they receive, and then they give back. Um, And there's nothing quite like that in the classroom setting or outside of the classroom that gives you that authentic, I'm going to share my heart, because music is very personal, as it you is. know. It it's is. very personal, and even more so outside of having an instrument in your hands or up to your mouth, it's your voice. It's you. And so um, being able to have that exchange with the student that is trusting you with their voice, with themselves, mm-hmm. and then in turn taking it and making music with that, there's nothing on the planet that can really do that outside of outside of being in the classroom in front of someone else. Wow. It is very much a back and forth. And so that type of interaction I do miss. Okay. Now all the other things of like, okay, we got a meeting at three. Staff meetings. (laughs) And all the organization and everything, which which is always fun. And it's always the necessary parts of education. But I can leave that. But put me in front of some kiddos any day. I'm ready to go. listen to those voices sing. Absolutely. And it's it's the nurturing of it and being able to be a part of their journey and their growth and seeing. Mm-hmm. okay they started out like this in the fall and then when you hear them in the spring, spring. whoa man yeah. that's amazing that spring concert is oh, like yes. wow you have evolved you have, <laughs> you evolved. have evolved and and that's how I feel about this concert today okay it has been an evolution of us as a group um, starting out in the fall we had our first concert in November and it was a smaller church not on the level of the incarnate word mother house chapel um, smaller church very um, very much uh, the donation they said, we'll open their doors to a nice donation, and we were very happy to be a part of that church. And to see um, it was standing room only, and then we thought, we need a bigger space. Mm-hmm. And then we added more people, new voices. Um, and so today is a very special, because I feel as though I've been a part of this journey and seeing the evolution of this group from November in the fall to now the amazing concert we just put on here in the spring. That's awesome. So where do you see the choir going from here? (laughs) So many places. Washington, D.C.? I know. (laughs) New York City? What's wild is um, we opened our email, and we're still just trying to get a grasp of So those of you out there that if you go on our website, we're trying to look out for us, alegriasa.org, there is a way for you to contact us. Well, we just saw a little lady had messaged us from London wanting us to come out and be a part of a music festival at the um, the abbeys of, of England just kind of touring and we thought we're so new we've only had one concert what an honor everybody doesn't <laughs> have a passport I know <laughs> we, we got to talk to them hang on bump the brakes we just didn't realize we were going to get that kind of traction and of course we hadn't seen it because we're trying to figure out okay what, where are the emails going we just got our domain and all of the new things are very new and so I do see nothing but great things in store for us in the future maybe some traveling going out to D.C singing in um, New York, maybe some Carnegie Hall, but uh, we are super excited for what it it holds for us in the future, especially um, being able to nurture and be a part of the community here in San Antonio, first and foremost. Well, I want to say, Amanda, I wish you and the choir all the best in the world. Um, You're going to go nowhere but up. Um, New Heights, um, like I said, it was a joy to listen today. Um, I needed that break from all the hectic in the world, and you guys did not disappoint. The voices were amazing. And I love the last song. It was my favorite. I wanted oh, to get yes. up and dance. <laughs> I wanted to snap Ooh, my fingers with you. Yes, yeah, it was, it was awesome. so much fun. So, Amanda, thank you so much for coming to the island. You are welcome back anytime. Oh, yes. You can come back and be, be a guest Islander. co-host and, oh, yes. and, and just hang out with us. But <laughs> thank you for taking time out after the show. 
yes. to, to speak to me. Thank you so much. Absolutely a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi, it's Vanita. Listen, we would love to hear from you with feedback. Let us know if we have been a help in making your day a little bit brighter. We want to make a difference one episode at a time. So check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And as a bonus, we are now on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our channel. We can personally be reached at kitchenislandtea at gmail.com and would love to hear from you with topic and guest suggestions. So in the meantime, continue listening to this episode and take care of yourself. Ciao. and I'm back at the kitchen island and I'm here with some awesome ladies. I just heard a very inspirational concert. We are here celebrating Women's Month, the month of April, and we're excited to where? We're still in March, aren't we? March. March. It's yeah. March, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Women's Month is March. <laughs> so we're celebrating Women's Month and we just had a choir of all women singing with composed music by women and speaking of the history of women. So that was so exciting. So we're here at the Incarnate Word, Word Chapel, and the name of the choir that uh, was singing is an actual choir that is a nonprofit organization here in San Antonio, Texas. And I'm going to say the name, and hopefully I will not butcher it. It is uh, Alegria, which is Spanish for joy. Is that correct? Did I get it right? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I am so excited. So here today we have three of the choir members that want to give a little input to why they are currently singing in the choir. And I just have a few questions for you ladies, but I would like for you to introduce yourselves to Perfect. Hi, um, I'm Tiffany Closets and I um, am chair of the board for Alegria. My name is Amanda Tudor and I run our social media account here with Alegria. And I'm Becky Westland and I am the secretary of the board. Awesome. So do you all have other roles outside of the uh, choir? I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, I'm an attorney. I own a law firm. Okay. Yeah. So you're very busy then. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And yeah. Why, how do you have time to do uh, the choir? You know, um, it, Joe, our director, made it really, I want to say really easy in that she, um, she, we have rehearsals for a longer period of time on Sundays. And so that was a sweet spot. And it was perfect because it had been about 10 years since I had been in, a, in an organized choir after having sung for several decades. So, uh, and I was, it was the perfect timing. I just really needed it and, it, and the opportunity arose at the right time. And so it's the high, a high point of my week. So that's the high point. That's a passion that you have. It is, then. absolutely. And that's why absolutely. you joined. Yeah. And so why did you join Amanda? I actually was a singer in Joe Skurlock's choir when I was in high school. Okay. And I pursued music afterwards. Um, but I found my career in events and hospitality, and I absolutely love it. So I didn't have an outlet for my voice. I didn't have an outlet beyond wow. the occasional karaoke here. And there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but it really doesn't have the same impact as singing with women who are both incredible musicians 
and incredible women. So um, it's really a, a joy to be a part of, and it was a great opportunity when it arose, and I just, I love being a part of the ensemble. That's awesome. So Amanda, what, what do you do? So I actually work in tourism and events, and so I'm, I'm pretty busy during the day, and I travel frequently for work, and I travel frequently for myself to enjoy the joys of tourism, but um, I really also, I echo Tiffany's sentiment that it's a, it's a couple of hours during the week that I really look forward to, and um, so just still make time for it, and it's really important for me to do that. And I love travel. I just came back from Aruba. I had never been there Ooh, before, and nice. it was fabulous, <laughs> and it was for work, I have to say. Yeah. My company sent me out there, so I was like, yes, Aruba, uh -huh. but it was fabulous, but I love traveling. How do you like the, the tourism business? I love it. I do. It's, it's, uh, it's dynamic. It's fast-paced. Yes. Um, it's very creative. There's so much to consider and to and to look at. I actually promote San Antonio for my job, and so I'm very grateful for that because I love my city. Uh, that's another reason that Alegria is just so fun because it's San Antonio, and all of us have these interconnections um, mm -hmm. through our life. Yeah. Yes, I love San Antonio, Texas. I wasn't born here. I wasn't raised here, but my kids were born here and raised here, and I've been here for about about almost 30 years so now oh, wow. i can call it home yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's home and becky what about you how did you come to join the choir well i'm a voice teacher at reagan high school where joe used to be the director of and she actually was the one that hired me so i worked with her for several years before she retired and when i heard she was starting this up i was you know everything she does is excellent so i wanted to be a part of that that is wonderful. My niece, Amanda Jeffries, now Hardy. Mm -hmm. She also, her too. <laughs> yes, she was the choir director there also. And I love Reagan's Choir, so I'm going to also promote Reagan's Choir if you're out there <laughs> and they have their Christmas performance. Please go listen and hear it. And you got to get there early or you got to get tickets <laughs> quick because they sell out very fast. Very it's awesome. And so the next question that I have for you, beautiful ladies, is I know we are um, celebrating uh, Women's Month. Was there any one, one, one woman or women in your life that inspired you? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, there are, are a lot of women, but I think one of the, uh, the women that really inspired me was my mom. I, you know, grew up the oldest of four kids, and um, even though there were four of us, uh, she managed to get a master's and a doctorate while we were at home, and, wow. um, and she worked full-time and made it work, and so I kind of had no excuse, you know, no excuses growing up. There was no <laughs> way whatever I wanted to do, I couldn't get it done, so um, when I decided to go to law school a little bit later, that's, that's really who I looked to for inspiration, and I thought if she could do it, so could I, and just, um, you know, she... She inspires me in that I, I recognize the opportunities that our generation has that her generation didn't, and so I feel a responsibility to take advantage of them as much so as I So let's give can. a shout out to mom. What's your mom's name? My mom's name is Patricia Stiegel. All right, Patricia. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Super mom. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. What about you, Amanda? You know, I was originally going to say my mother as well. <laughs> Mary Tudor shout out, but I'll go ahead and give a shout out to my grandmother, um, Betsy Rice. She you know, grew up and I feel like she kind of took a different path than a lot of women during her time back mm -hmm. in the 30s and 40s. She didn't get married until she was closer to 30. And that was very unusual for uh, women at the time. And I absolutely adore her. I wearing her ring that she gave me. I always try to incorporate her into my jewelry or, you know, what have you. She's with us. I'm very grateful for that. Um, but she's always inspiring. She always knows how to t have a laugh when things are tough and just to be there and always bring the community, the family together. 
and she is the hostess. So <laughs> she is every holiday. I've, we're actually going over there right after this to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> well, happy so birthday! So we're gonna go celebrate with the whole Tudor Rice family. Um, so she's like, been a wonderful inspiration to me through my life. That's awesome. So that's the matriarch of your family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And did you shout out your, your grandmother's name? Uh, yes, Betsy Rice. All right, Betsy Rice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about you? Well, Betsy? I'm going to just follow the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> my, the, the woman that has most influenced my life has been my mother. Um, my mother was also a musician. She was actually one of the first band directors, female band directors in the state of Texas. She was number six. Oh, wow. That's um, she awesome. went to North Texas, which was North Texas State University back in those days, um, UNT. And she was the only female in all of her classes. She played the trumpet. And um, she, I, I just remember she worked in a very, very small town. And she had so many accolades. She, she was very successful and got so many job offers from larger schools, more pay, bigger, you know. And she always turned them down because she truly believed that the small schools, which she was so passionate about, they deserve to have good programs too. So wow. she just devoted her life to that. So she made a sacrifice and stayed for the smaller schools. She did. And she was a catalyst in her day. She absolutely was. Wow, she forged a way for many of us that's sitting here now, it sounds like. Yeah, she did. So if you ladies had to give an inspirational word to a young person that's thinking about getting into music, getting into choir, and a little hesitant because ah, maybe I don't sing as well, maybe I don't look as well, or I'm just a little afraid. What would uh, you tell that young girl that's out there now that's thinking about being in a choir, leading a choir, playing a musical instrument, and spreading her wings to be in music? I'm gonna let Becky go first because she deals with well, students, so I just feel like you have this wrapped up. This is kind of, this is kind of what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a it's a family, and it's a it's a great place to make your friends. And I'm sure Amanda can say that she's still friends with the girls and boys, probably that were in choir with her. Mm. And it is a loving, welcoming family. Um, and I think these it, it gives the kids not only a place to gain confidence; they don't have to be the best singers in the world. But it, such great life skills of teamwork and confidence and poise and production and work ethic and time management. All those wonderful things come from being in a choir. Awesome, awesome. And I'll, I'll uh, echo to that. You know, the other thing that can be daunting is a lot of people when they decide, oh, am I going to pursue music? Like, I'm really having a great time in choir. I had that hesitation. I said, okay, I don't know. Am I going to pursue it? Am I not? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You're going to ask that question your entire life. Mm. So don't like doubt it. If you know that you are truly passionate about music and that has to be in your life, then find a way to keep it in your life. It may not be your career. It may be your career. It hasn't been a part of my life for 10 years and I found a way to make it part of my life again and I'm so grateful for that. Because that's your passion. Exactly. Awesome. And I don't regret not doing it for the amount of time that I did. I don't re regret any of my choices, but I definitely am glad that I have music part of my life because it's, it's part of my soul. That's beautiful, beautiful. 
Well, I used to be a dancer in college, and I'm getting a little bit too old to drop it like it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) That is still my passion, but I love to watch younger people do the dance and the ballet, the hoarding, the jazz, the modern. I love it just to go out and watch them do it. Uh, So I still do go and see recitals. And I thank you, ladies, so much for your time. So to the Kitchen Island Tea, I want to thank Becky, Amanda, and Jennifer, uh, excuse me, Tiffany, for being here with us today. And we say to everyone out there, we want you to go and look them up. And Tiffany, you did state that you guys are nonprofit and you all do um, donations. We do, absolutely. So we're, as you mentioned, we're, we're new, we're nonprofit, and we are committed to, um, as long as, as it is possible, to bring our music to the community free of charge. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's not free for us to give the music to the community. <laughs> anyone who would like to support us and so you can learn more about our organization about our members there's profiles and pictures and all that um, on our website it's allegria a-l-e-g-r-i-a-s-a dot org um, and you can there's a nice donate button right there on the home page if you want to support support the group i love those donate buttons and i love those qr codes can I add one quick little thing? Go right ahead. I wanted to add, uh, when you were talking about your reason for joining uh, mm-hmm. Allegria, both of us mentioned our conductor, our creative director, artistic director, Joe Skurlock Dillard. And yes. you might have also heard some of us say Joe or <laughs> Skur or <laughs> Joe Skurlock Dillard. It's one of those. It's never mrs dillard or yeah. mrs skurlock it's joe or skur and i think we just want to say that we're just really grateful for her leadership for her and vision, women's history yes. month and really truly her vision mm-hmm. that she's been thinking about this for years and years and that she's been able to make it happen and gathered these women here yeah. for us to help with the administrative side of mm-hmm. things but really it's her creative vision um, that we're we're all here together today yes. and how admirable for her to just take the leap that's right and go for it yes yes because i mean when you have a vision and you want to do it then you pull other people along so a shout out to joe to skirt to joe skirlock diller (laughs) (laughs) you want to mention her name we want to give her honor today uh since it's the women's month of march we want to honor her for following her vision and bringing others along So thank you all for joining us, and we appreciate all of your time. And to all of our listeners, please go out and check out this choir, Alegria. It is joy. Spanish, right? Yes. Yes. Got it. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you so much. Thank you for listening. 